0: Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, be 21. Hi, I'm Kristen McGlory, founding editor of Food 52 and host of... Our sister podcast, The Genius Recipe Tapes. Welcome to Play Me a Recipe. Thank you for joining me in my kitchen in the San Francisco Bay Area. And in the moment where my poor daughter, who has been going through what feels like her 18th cold of the season, just went to bed. And right before she went to bed, she said, Who's gonna be with me in the morning? I want chocolate oatmeal. So I'm making chocolate oatmeal with you right now. So this recipe is not actually called chocolate oatmeal. That's just how my daughter refers to it. It's actually cocoa almond oatmeal from Samantha Varatna, the wonderful cookbook author and food stylist. And the way that I first heard of this technique was while working on a video shoot with Sam many years ago now, She told me that the way that she liked to make her oatmeal every day for her then toddler son, Arthur, was to make it in a nonstick skillet because it is so much easier to clean up than getting out a big pot, which you inevitably end up leaving soaking in the sink for the rest of the day. With a nonstick skillet, you're not doing that. You can just wash it right away if you like, and it cleans up super easily. So that, of course, intrigued me. And then I asked her or a recipe to share in Simply Genius. And I think it's safe to say that the actual recipe she sent me has changed my family's life. So we'll get into that. I'm going to tell you the ingredients that I see in front of me, the tools that I'm using, it's not a whole lot. So I have some old fashioned rolled oats. I have some cocoa powder. This happens to be Dutch processed cocoa powder, but you can use natural. I also have some milk. This recipe calls for almond milk, but you can use whatever you have. I just happen to have regular 2% milk. I have a little bit of salt, and that is all that is going to go into this pan. And then for serving, I'll need some almond butter, although sometimes I use peanut butter, also very delicious, and some maple syrup. Oh, and then the tools. Really, all I need is a few measuring spoons and cups and a big nonstick skillet. The recipe in Simply Genius serves one, but we never make it that small anymore because we're usually making it together. My daughter eats more of it now than when we first started making it. And inevitably, if I make it with her, then my husband's gonna want some too. Also, if you have leftovers, then you have chocolate oatmeal for the next day, even faster. Okay, I'm ready to start cooking. And honestly, this feels a little weird to be doing this without my daughter because this is the part that we always measure together. Really, I think this recipe is what taught her how to measure because we would do it every morning. It didn't matter if we made a mess. And now she is so proud to be able to level out her measuring cups and pour in the milk without spilling and all of that. Basically, the first four ingredients just go right into the nonstick skillet. We've got the rolled oats. In the serves one recipe, it is a half cup. That's my cocoa powder. There is a lot of cocoa powder in this recipe. You can adjust it if you want, but I really like the deep, dark chocolatey flavor that you get. And when I have skimped, you know, just by eyeballing it, doing an extra lazy version, it's not quite the same. Got my cocoa powder in, got my rolled oats. I'm gonna do a few big pinches of salt since I'm doing the triple batch. Oh, and by the way, that was four teaspoons of cocoa powder for the single batch. And now I will add my milk. For the single batch, that would be one and a quarter cups. So the only difference if you are multiplying this recipe is that it won't cook quite as quickly just because it takes a little while longer for that much liquid to heat up in the pan. But it still goes from taking about five minutes to, I don't know, 10 or so, it's not that bad. My skillet is on the stovetop. I'm heating it to medium. And the cocoa powder likes to stay on top at first. It doesn't really wanna mix in, but it will. As soon as it starts bubbling, it'll make it a lot easier to absorb in. Okay, this is probably gonna take a couple minutes to come to a simmer. Seems like a good time to take a little break and I will meet you back here and we will have chocolate oatmeal. Hi, and welcome back. I'm Kristen McGlory, founding editor of Food52 and author of our newest cookbook, Simply Genius. And I'm right in the middle of making the recipe that I have cooked the most from this cookbook, Samantha Senna Baratna's Cocoa Almond Oatmeal. So before the break, I put four ingredients into my biggest nonstick skillet, some rolled oats, some cocoa powder, some milk, and a little bit of salt. And right now it is heating up. It is just about to come to a simmer and it is smelling like hot chocolate already. The cocoa powder has kind of soaked up the milk and turned a deeper shade of brown, and it's starting to tint the milk as well. And it makes these really cool bubbles along the way too that my daughter and I love to watch pop. It's getting good and steamy. All you really need to do is keep an eye on it to make sure that it doesn't bubble over and give it a stir here and there, scraping around the edges and along the bottom of the pot to make sure that it doesn't scorch, and scraping along the bottom of the skillet to make sure that nothing scorches. But I found that this cooks down quicker and creamier than just following the standard instructions on the back of the oats package because there's a little bit more liquid and you are cooking it over a wider surface area, so that extra moisture steams off more quickly than in a tall pot. A few more of the secret advantages of cooking oatmeal in a nonstick skillet as opposed to a traditional pot. Oh, I see my bubbles happening. It's very exciting. Once you see the bubbles, you know that it's not gonna be long. Rolled oats really don't take very long to thicken up. In just a couple minutes, we are going to have oatmeal. And really, you can stop this whenever it's as thick as you want. It will definitely thicken up as it cools down. So you'll want to stop it when it's still a little bit more sloshy than you would want to eat. Okay, it's getting very close. You can probably hear that change in the simmering You can see when the oatmeal is thicker, but you also can hear it because the bubbles get a little bit kind of feistier as there's less water, right? I'm going to call it and let that cool down. I should say before I tasted this recipe and started making it all the time, if you had asked me if I wanted chocolate oatmeal, I don't know that I would have known that I did because I would have assumed it would be I don't know, a little heavy, a little cloying first thing in the morning. And I would have been wrong. It, it took trusting Sam and I'm just so glad I did. And I'm not alone. This is the recipe that I would say most other people have cooked and shared from this book so far. Right up there with Andrea Nguyen's soy seared tofu and Heidi Swanson's five minute tomato sauce. Those are the other ones. So I should say, even though the main recipe is for this cocoa almond oatmeal, and it's a particular favorite of mine, Sam also gave three other totally different riffs. So you could use this technique for any oatmeal you wanna make. And specifically the ones that Sam gave me for this book are a banana cocoa nib option, a raspberry cardamom, and a nutty multigrain, which uses leftover grains like farro or quinoa, to add some extra kind of nubbly texture and flavor. But for me and for my daughter, it's pretty hard to move past the cocoa almond variation. Okay, this is now this really deep dark chocolatey brown. Um, a little bit like chocolate pudding or other good desserty things, but there is no sweetener in here. So this is where, at the end, you can top it and sweeten it exactly as much as you want. Sam uses maple syrup. Of course, you could use others, but the combination of the bitter cocoa, the sweet kind of caramelly maple syrup, and then she also swirls in almond butter, so you've got this perfect harmony of bitter, nutty, creamy, sweet, and you can adjust it exactly how you want it. I also really love making it sometimes with peanut butter. Completely different experience, a little bit more Reese's peanut butter cup, but again, a little more Reese's peanut butter cup, but breakfast. I will tell you one more story about my kid, which I don't know if this is good parenting advice or not, but there was a phase recently where she suddenly started waking up around four in the morning every night and wanting us to you know help her straighten her sheets or fix her sock or something that she could really do on her own and it was just really it was really getting to us we really weren't sleeping a lot and so i started offering that if she could take care of her sheets and her socks through the night by herself she could have chocolate oatmeal in the morning which is sort of a con because she could have chocolate oatmeal any morning she wants anyways but it it worked Every morning she came in so proud and announcing she got to have chocolate oatmeal that morning and we got to sleep. Okay, I think I have told you enough about my um, maybe questionable parenting decisions and my not questionable breakfast decisions. I really hope that you try Sam's technique of making oatmeal in a nonstick skillet. See how it fits into your life. See how you like the texture and the flavor of it and if it makes cleanup easier for you like it did for me i definitely want to hear how you like the cocoa almond variation i find it pretty unforgettable this recipe and a hundred or so more like it are in the simply genius cookbook recipes for beginners busy cooks and curious people after working on this book for four years, which I think is at least twice as long as any other cookbook that I worked on at food 52. I am just so happy to finally see these recipes out in other people's kitchens. So if you make it, please tag me on Instagram. I am at McGlorious and we are at food 52. And this was play me a recipe. Thank you so much for joining me and happy cooking.